has money and the life will never show you no pity. Anybody there? Oh, I work hard trying to make my bones. But times have changed and I just got to move. I can't run away, I can't run away, I can't run. Good evening and welcome to Writer's Tricks of the Trade, show number seven. And uh, Tony, is that you on the line? I'm here. Jenny Griffin, how you doing? Hey, Jenny, how are you? Good, good. Apparently we had a technical glitch and uh, they weren't letting us get in, so uh, we're about three or four minutes late. Um let me get started. Hopefully, Morgan will call back in. She was on the line once and then dropped off. Um, anyway, my name is Danny Griffin, and welcome to the Writer's Tricks of the Trade show. And tonight, we have the pleasure of having with us to talk about uh, writer's groups and the importance of writer's groups, Mr. Tony Tadero. And Tony is president of Writers of Southern Nevada, excuse me, is Greater Los Angeles Writers Society, and it should be a good interaction between him and our producer, Eric Miller, who's the president of Southern Nevada Writers. So I'm looking forward to, a uh, once we resolve the technical issues, a, uh, an enjoyable conversation. Uh, Tony, anyway, welcome. Sorry about the glitch. No problem. It is such as life in a modern, modern age. <laughs> okay, and I don't see Eric or Morgan on at the moment. Uh is it Eric Miller? Yes, hold on. I got another call coming in. Perhaps it'll be him or Morgan. Okay. Welcome, caller. Is this Eric? Hi. Yeah, it is. I couldn't. I'm having trouble. I think Cox is uh, against Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Morgan was telling me. Anyway, uh, Tony's on the line. Uh, Tony, this is Eric Miller. Do you two know each other? No, I'm afraid we don't. How are you doing, Eric? No, good. How are you, Tony? So we're getting over the technical. We're getting over the technical glitch. I hope. Um, what I was saying, Eric, before you get on, is that uh, we're looking forward to some interaction, uh, hopefully between you and Tony, talking about the writers' groups because you each uh, are with and, in fact, heading writers' groups on your own. Uh, until Morgan comes on, I'm going to get started. Uh, speaking of Tony, he's one of those people who's a great organizer, a great friend to writers and others in the business of writing, whether in fiction, nonfiction, screenplays, poetry, and more, and one of the very professional people in the business. He's also a creative director and brand strategist with a background in art, music, and education. In addition to heading one of the largest writers groups in the Western states and producing conferences every year, Tony is the author of the Saga of the Light Riders novels with True Light, Nexus of Swords, and Empire of Light in publication and two novels in the works. So, Tony, what um, I'd like to get started with, if, if, if you would, talking about what you see as the importance of writers' groups and where writers' groups and membership or involvement with writers' groups fits in to a writer's overall success or understanding of the writing business? Writers groups to me are very essential 
for um, every writer to be involved with, uh, going back to the first writers group, which was uh, the Inklings, which was, uh, <laughs> I believe, Tolkien and um, that uh, little guy that wrote uh, Alice in Wonderland. What was his name? C.S. Lewis? Yeah, C.S. Lewis. And uh, so those kinds of collaborations have come out over the decades, and therefore century, of writers getting together, coming out of their, their little dark rooms to uh, okay. share experiences and uh, uh, writing techniques and uh, story ideas uh, where uh, uh, literally one and one makes could make ten. So to me, the, 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 the writing group uh, has um, it's matured quite a bit, uh, what we do with Greater Los Angeles Writers Society is a little different than I know a lot of other writer groups do, but it's been working very well for us. And, and what is that that you think you're doing different? Uh, what we do, what Gloss does, is we kind of take the attitude that um, uh, we're actually more than one group in our in our own mind. There's kind of three, it's like a tricycle so that nobody can fall off. Uh, we have critique groups that are all genre-specific. So, um, yeah, for you know, what we call aspiring authors, so they can get in with their work in progress with other writers among their own level. And we don't put the horror writers in with the YA writers. We don't have the screenwriters in with the memoir writers. Uh, so we have about 20, 20 different critique groups. Um, Morgan St. James, if she, she joins us, she uh, ran one of our um, murder mystery groups when she was here in L.A. did a terrific job. How many, how many members do you have? Uh, right now, uh, we just cut about our 930th badge. Wow. And, and Morgan, uh, you're not on the line with us. Yes, I'm finally. Hey, Morgan, how you doing? <laughs> Is she cutting out for everybody else? Yeah, she's cutting in and out there. I'm ha having a little problem understanding. I'm catching um, about every fifth yeah. Well, let's keep on. Maybe she'll. Maybe she needs to get a. Morgan, maybe you should hang up and try to dial in again. Okay. If you're getting a yeah, weak signal. We also um, have, a, have a. We have a caller on the line. Do you want me to take the caller now, or do you want to talk a little bit uh, more first? Well, I was answering your question about um, uh, the group. Um, the other thing yeah. that we do is what we call special speaker events. SSEs, and these are for active authors, and we do at least one a month, and they're on the craft and business of writing. If somebody just wants to come and, and, and sell a book, we're really not interested in, in them coming and pitching, but if they can contribute to um, all the members' knowledge, greatest number of members' knowledge on writing, then, um, you know, they're, they're worth listening to. It may be, um, oh, I'm going to say dealing with writer's block and be on the first draft. You know, any subjects like that uh, that will help the greatest number of writers, regardless of genre. Um, and we have about 100, 120 people that show up uh, average for that a month. Wow, that's great. So and do you break it down? Least, the other thing that, I'm sorry? Do you break it down between fiction writers? Do you have, like, subsets, like fiction writers, since L.A. is a lot of screenwriters, and then, like, nonfiction? Do you do that? Well, for for the uh, special speaker events, no. Um, honestly, we did not start out to have much to do with screenplay writers because there's so many screenplay groups here in Los Angeles, but so many people have joined us that are also writing screenplays 
that we uh, now have uh, three screenplay critique groups. Wow. One's here on the south side, um, um, uh, South Bay. Another one's in the San Fernando Valley. The guy who runs the group there, Greenlit Movies for Fremantle for 15 years, and he teaches at LA Valley College, so he's great on screenplays, Dan Watanabe. And um, we now are going to be having Art Holcomb, who's with um, teaches out at UC Riverside, handling a group for us on the uh, screenplay group on the east side of town. Wow, cool. We're kind of the opposite here in Las Vegas. We have uh, a few screenwriters, um, mostly nonfiction, and a few fiction. Hey, producer Eric, can you hear me? This is Morgan calling in on the cell phone. I can hear hey, you now, yeah. Can everybody else hear you? Yes. Out and clear. <laughs> Okay, good. So now, once again, I need to be caught up to where you guys are. I guess my technical problem karma is just continuing. Yeah, it bled over to me, too. Uh, this isn't the Martin, best connection I, uh, in the world, but we're kind of bearing up. It seems like um, connection cuts, whoever's talking cuts the other people out, so sentences are kind of incomplete, but we're work, making it work. Morgan, exactly. I don't. Uh, I'm manning the switchboard tonight. Derek uh, experienced your, uh, some of your problems. So I'm on the okay, switchboard. So we had a, started about three or four minutes late. And we do have uh, – Tony was just telling about a little bit about the Gloss and uh, their makeup and what they do. And we do have one caller on the line waiting. I haven't taken that call yet, so I'll do that whenever everyone is ready. Okay. Well, uh, like I said, I'm on my cell phone. I don't know. I guess Cox Cable is really giving Eric and I catfits tonight. So <laughs> it's got to be bad if you you if you got on. So now, in our very professional demeanor, let's carry on. <laughs> um, we, uh, Eric, we, Eric, I was going to say, uh, you you feel you have more um, uh, uh, nonfiction than fiction writers in in Las Vegas. Yeah, we have more memoirists and um and I would say nonfiction, you know, people doing journalism and, and things like that. We have a smattering of of people that want to write a bestseller screenplay and, and move to Los Angeles. I think there's a number of people that have lived in Los Angeles and now are here writing their, you know, life stories. Sure. And then in between well, we have that, a lot of we have a lot of memoir writers out here. Um one of the things I am working on, which we can get into a little later, is I am working on a, producing a memoir conference. Yeah, we did one. Writers of Southern Nevada did one four years ago, and it was really successful. It was our first one that we – it was the reason why Writers of Southern Nevada was actually formed and founded. And um, we put on a real nice – we put on a nice conference. And there were – you know, it was – it was, wasn't so – it wasn't advertised much out of Los Las Vegas. We did a poor job of, gotcha. of regional advertising. I think we could have attracted a lot more people. Um, yeah, well, there's uh, there's an amazing amount of people that want to write their memoirs, and yeah. you know, some actually have the writing chops and some don't. And you know, since we're talking about the importance of writers groups and writers conferences, and I have two wonderful people on the line, uh, Tony Todaro and Eric Miller. Um, why don't you both kind of give some of the listeners what some of the benefits are they can get 
from going to conferences or belonging to writers groups. And I know I'm doing a little bit of a marathon talk here. I'm catching up for the time I lost. But truthfully, when I went to my first Las Vegas Writers Conference, it jump-started my writing career and my participating in writers groups. Gotcha. Well, my my one-liner is I've been a writer ever since I wrote my first uh, column for a high school paper and immediately got sent to the principal's office. (laughs) (laughs) It was that bad, huh? (laughs) Uh, Well, it was that controversial. Um, (laughs) Well, that's kind of what journalism is about, though. Really. So a lot of years I wrote uh, corporately um, for everything from uh, advertising and marketing. I've been paid as much as $10,000 for a three-word slogan that's been used for Walmart, JCPenney, for billboards, and done work for Disney. And um, in the last couple of decades, I've done work for a number of investment groups before um, all the financial woes, I don't know, seven to ten years back. And uh, that fell out, and um, but um, it's only been in the last 15, really, that I've gotten into writing fiction, and I've uh, written four novels already working on my fifth. Wow, that's great. But it took uh, getting into a writer's group to really see what was everybody else was doing, because it is a lonely occupation. It's nothing... I don't know how people write in coffee shops. I really don't. I have to... Put ear pl- I have earplugs in now. I have to have quiet, no lights, just me and a laptop because um, I'm very easily distracted. Um, but so getting out and getting involved in writing groups and finding out what they're doing, uh, experiences from other writers, um, agents to avoid, publishers to avoid, um, the networking is absolutely invaluable. And some you can't read. You know, you, we're, we're writers talking about reading books but it's something you really have to experience one-on-one, which is why I think conferences, the the, the live conference with people interacting will always be there. Like, good books will never go away, neither will live conferences. I don't think they'll really be replaced by t- the attempt to do some uh, teleconferences just to save money. It's not the same thing. You don't get that same experience. You don't get motivated or inspired um, uh, on a teleconference, the way you can uh, meeting uh, your, one of your idols, perhaps. Uh, I mean, I've met so many of my favorite writers over the years uh, that uh, uh, by the time they're halfway through with their speech, I was ready to jump up and run home and go write. And you wouldn't get that any other way. You know, you know I agree with you on that. I mean, I've met one of the writers that I absolutely adore, Robert Craze. I met him at a conference. I met um, Michael Connolly. I've met several authors that are, you know, bestsellers whom I really admire, and you're right about it inspiring you to want to go home and do the best you can. But, you know, the other thing is I was listening, and I was almost in my mind comparing it to watching a movie on TV by yourself in your living room or being in a theater and feeling the energy of the people in the theater. And while it isn't exactly the same thing, um, if you're doing a teleconference, it's still a solitary thing, even though you are joining in and stuff like that. You still don't have that physical feeling of interacting. Yeah, you can never tell who's going to end up with what. One of our first conferences that I did here, in addition to being president of the Great Los Angeles Writers Society, 
by the way, Eric, there is a third prong of things that Gloss does we didn't quite get to. But one of the first conferences we had, well, West Coast Writers Conferences, uh, the number of uh, agents we had there, guess who got an agent? My sound guy. <laughs> he came to do all the little recordings so that you know we could offer the recordings again later. He got talked right. to a couple of the agents, and one of them took him on and was working on a book deal with him. Wow, that's sweet. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, just I think never know. That's the benefit of going to, to conferences, and not always the same conference. Like, you can kind of have your local favorite, I think, and a lot of writers around the country do that. But um, they're, they're all so different, and, and some of the, the ones that are more broad in general are lots of times just as valuable, I think, in as the ones that are, like, in your specific genre, whether you're writing mystery or horror or romance. You know, those those specific writers' conferences are good, but looking at the market as a whole is also beneficial, too. So I, I really recommend people try to get to, you know, as many conferences as they can a year because, um, like you both said, there's just so much to learn there, and you never know what it is you need to learn until you get there. You don't know That's what you don't true. know. That's right. That's you don't, right. You don't know so should you we know. take should we take our caller who's been patiently waiting? Sure. Your call. Okay, caller from area code eight one eight. You're on the line. Uh, hi, this is Carolyn Howard Johnson, and I know you all, so I thought I would call and tell you that I'm really happy to see you all together and see you giving Tony his well deserved accolades for planning such a fantastic big story conference coming up. Oh, Carolyn, that's oh, so sweet yeah. of you. <laughs> that's great. I, I'm going to be giving a workshop and uh, be on two panels in that conference. Yes, I know, which that's... is one of the reasons that I nagged, nagged poor Tony to take me so that I could see you. Are you are you kidding? <laughs> if, if, I, if, if I had the money, if I was charging big bucks instead of Try, you know, we kind of take the attitude where we, we appeal to the poor writers because there's no real rich writers out there. And if we were really making the big bucks, I'd, I'd send a limo for you. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, well, you know in, bucks, I'll, I'll, I'll hold you to this, hold you to that, Tony. <laughs> in, interesting comment. I was just going to say an interesting comment on benefits from writers groups uh, conferences. You know, here we have Carolyn Howard Johnson on the line, and for those of you who don't know, her big promotion is with Rugal Book Promoter. She was our guest um, two shows ago, but I met Carolyn at a writers conference in Las Vegas. She was one of the presenters, and I was a novice author. At that point, I think I might have had one book out. I have twelve now. And a lot of people are afraid to approach the presenters. Well, not me. I mean, if, I, if there's a presenter I want to meet, I go up and meet them. And I did that with Carolyn, and we've become fast friends. Oh, yeah, you know, and you, you talked a minute ago about the, how, how inspirational conferences can be, and that's absolutely true. But they are also great places for networking. And those people that you meet, you know, person to person, can write blurbs for your books, endorsements, um, help you with resources, uh, conferences. Conferences can do what no other uh, writing entity can do for you other than maybe a great class at a university on campus. Notice I didn't no, say 
you notice I didn't say online. It's not quite the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> right. And I, and I have somebody who's uh, been pushing me very heavy to uh, – now, she appears at other conferences, so I think she thinks I'm in competition. I'm really not. But uh, she's been trying to get me to do um, – uh, to move to the teleconferencing world where, um, you know, it's, there's no logistics involved. Lo- logistics for a conference is unlike, to me, it's like doing a rock and roll show. Yeah. There's so much involved in order to make it make it uh, really happen. Um, uh, I do something different with my conferences, though, with the West Coast Writers Conferences. It's wcwriters.com. Um, and um, we do the, we produce several conferences, but they all have different targets. The over the course of the year, somebody can get a real education. Uh, what we do with the, the 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 summer conference, the Greater Los Angeles Writers Conference, is it's a creative writing conference, but the tracks are tuned to what I again I'm back to my three A's again. Aspiring authors is a track for aspiring authors, a track for active authors and a track for accomplished authors. So buddy, an attendee can jump back and forth depending on where they feel comfortable and on the beginning track learn anything from I have a great idea, now what, to um, be on your first draft on the active track to uh, dealing with um, agents and publishers on the advanced track or audio books or whatever the case may be. Plus we have a screenwriting track as well. Now with this conference, Big Story, it's a different approach. Um, it's based on so many people are writing a story, but is it a big story or is it just a little story? Well, there's a lot of stories like Postcard from the Edge. Would you call that a big story or a little story? Well, it made a best-selling novel and a well-received uh, motion picture. It's all about structure and character development. So we decided to produce an event um, that has um, a um, fiction track, a nonfiction track and a screenplay track, and all of them deal with how to turn your story into a big story. One of, one of them, my screenwriters um, is um, uh, Christine Conrad. She's written forty movies for television. That's wow. impressive. So those kind of people will be able to give them uh, um, the elements, perhaps that they found in their experience. Uh, and she's not even 50 years old yet. She must have started writing her first story when she was, you know, still teething or something. I don't know. <laughs> my but, God, um, by the time she's my age, she'll have a thousand stories. <laughs> she, you know, she's very, very active. Uh, she, every, turn on the Lifetime channel, and she, she's all over the place there. But she's also a terrific educator, too. She's um, done a couple of projects with us. And um, so Big Story is going to take a different tact than um, uh, the, the summer conference, Great Los Angeles Writers Conference. And then in the fall, I do what's called the Digital Author. And that actually is a business conference, and it deals with um, agents and publishers and e-books and, uh, e-books and A-books and audiobooks. And uh, we had one company there. They've done 3,000 audiobooks for um, – they just did um, – Ender's Game for Orson Scott Card. They won Emmys and Oscars, and uh, so it's to help writers with the business of writing. Over the course of the year, they can get a complete package of uh, creative writing, uh, structural writing by genre, and then uh, dealing with the business of writing. 
the business of writing is something that a lot of writers don't actually delve into. You know, they just jump in and, hey, I've got a book. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Eric, that's something that um, you've been addressing with Writers of Southern Nevada with a uh, presentation of, that you want to do. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Because there again, we go into the importance of writers' groups and presentations and conferences. Well, one of the the things that I've been thinking about, um, you know, I guess it comes with age, but uh, is stuff like copyright transfer and um, ownership issues. And and if you do, you know, end up writing a uh, a bestseller like you know Hugh Howey uh, with Wool, um, what about his kids? You know, how do you put that copyright? How do you put that into a trust? So. It, a good friend of mine is a trust attorney, and he recommended somebody who actually spe is specifically interested in the entertainment, music, film, and, and uh, book uh, arenas. And I'm going to put him together on a panel with a CPA just to talk about the accounting issues of running your own writing business. I, I had a conversation with an editor a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of months ago, rather, and he said this craziest thing, and I was just like, "My God, you're you've been a professional writer for 30 years, and you don't know what a you don't know what a Schedule C is on your on your tax return." <laughs> I mean, that is just shocking, you know. And um, but most know, writers I mean, I, don't want to know. Well, you know, they don't, and it's and it's not the glamorous part of the business. But if you do that part of your business properly, it's just like running an ice cream stand. You got to know what you know the where the dollars are going and wh and where they're coming in and and if you're not keeping track of that stuff when you're really aiming to make this a career and thinking about the best legal um uh advice and you know perhaps put a a series into a trust rather than you know keeping it as an individual income sure. uh yeah, it's an interesting panel that some writers, you know, writers that have some money that they have to deal with, I think are going to find valuable. Yeah, Eric, are you running that as a, as a, a workshop or a part of a conference? Yeah, yeah, no, that's just going to be a one-day workshop. Um, I think I think that it's a, uh, you know, it, it's it's a tough subject for a lot of people, and so it certainly could be a conference, but. Yeah, no, I highly recommend that. Um, Gloss does that once a year. We typically do it the week after the Los Angeles Times Festival of Books. And wow. um, we have two CPAs that come um, and several intellectual property attorneys, uh, one of which is also uh, a literary agent, uh, and it's called the Business Writing. We do that at the end of every April, and wow. it's always standing room only. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's good to know. No, See, here we are, know. interacting. <laughs> right. Well, I wasn't sure how it would be received. I mean, I know it's a necessary thing, but, you know, we're such a small market here in Las Vegas, um, and it's not centralized at all. Well, we're not centralized here in L.A. It's a large market, but uh, if if you reach out with a really good subject, people will come, um, people will come, you know, they'll they'll drive a couple hours. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We draw people down from uh, 
Um, we typically meet at the Palms Rancho Park Library there. We got the library dedicated to Ray Bradbury. He used to live around the corner. Oh. And um, so now it's um, and, um, the Ray Bradbury room at the Palms Rancho Park Library. And Glaus um, uh, helped make that happen. And um, but we'll have people that come down from Santa Barbara and up from Orange County, inland from Riverside. They'll come the distance to uh, um, uh, to, to hear a really good subject, something they can't get in their own neck of the woods. Right. Well, I, yeah, well, I, I drove to Balchercon this year in November. It was in it was in Long Beach, and I was like, well, heck, for four hours, I've been wanting to go to Balchercon for a long time. You know, it's it's in a different city every year. Well, it's like four hours. That's nothing. Yeah, I, I regret not going to that this year um, because it was in my backyard. I'm in Redondo Beach, and it was figuratively down the street. Well, that's where I used to live. Yeah, I wasn't in town that weekend. I was uh, kind of bummed. Uh, oh, bummer. Uh, yeah, it was really good. David Jer- it was really good. Uh, Dave Morell came in for it. It was Dave Morell there with, um, Morgan, you'd appreciate this. Dave Morell there with um, uh, Michael Connolly, and right now my personal uh, favorite uh, who does the Jack Reacher novels. Um, Lee, Lee Child. Child. Yes. Yeah. I've also met Lee Child at a conference, and he's pretty much, well, in some ways, Jack Reacher. I mean, he said that he... Um, doesn't travel with a lot of luggage. He does buy things on the way. Um, and he was quite a nice guy. And, you know, there again, we're talking about the importance of going to conferences. Where else can an author at any stage of their career, if they're not in the, you know, top New York Times bestsellers, where can they actually meet and interact with all of these top writers? Um, you know, conferences are a wonderful place to do that because the guest authors are always, uh, in my way of thinking, they've always been very approachable, very easy to talk to them and ask them questions. And if you get lucky, very easy to ask them if perhaps they would be willing to give you a quip for your book. Um, My friend Mike Dennis, uh, who was on the show uh, a while back, he met some top noir writers at a conference and actually got um, blurbs from them. And part of it is what helped to launch his uh, audio narration career because some of the authors that he met at conferences saw that he was a good narrator, asked him to narrate their books. And um, he's told me that the latest one that he's just gotten is that he's been chosen to be the narrator for the um, reissued audio book for Mickey Spillane's Eye of the Jury. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to throw a question at Denny. Uh, Denny, what do you think comes first? You know, it's like chicken or egg. Is it more important to start out with conferences, to start out with belonging to a group, both of them parallel? What has your experience been? You've been real quiet there. My experience has been when I was starting out, I blew it. I didn't do either. <laughs> I was, I was, I just barged in and thought all I had to do was do a manuscript, and that was the end of it. And uh, I learned the hard way. So what I would tell people now is, uh, and if I had it to do over again, 
I would start out, I believe, with the writer's group and uh, get a little confidence, see if I see if I really wanted to be a writer. I mean, there's a lot of things you can pick up from these writer's groups, things you never thought about until you've got your feet wet. And uh, and then from there, I think I, would, I wouldn't wait long uh, until I started going to conferences, uh, you know, that, that would suit my uh, particular uh, interests and, uh, and location and so forth. So I, I think I would probably join a group first and then follow that up rather quickly with the uh, with starting conferences. Yeah, that's interesting. That's uh, for me it was the other way around. You know, I too was jumping right in with both feet, uh not going to either and then I saw the Las Vegas Writers Conference advertised in Writers Digest in 2005 and kind of the way Eric did with BoucherCon, I figured well it's a 4-hour drive, why not? And I went to that conference, and from going to that conference, I realized how important it was to belong to a writer's group. So, you know, I think whichever way you do it, it's important to do both. Yeah, it's going to be different for every writer. Um, I think um, I know that uh, essentially it's simply a matter of dollars. Uh, the uh, A writer not knowing... Writers write. If someone's really committed as a writer, they'll spend their their last dollar, probably except for their their coffee money, <laughs> their Starbucks money, uh, you know, to 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 go to you know to invest in their in their um, career, their their chosen career. Uh, writer groups are going to be less expensive than the conferences. Um, writing a writing group um, can you know uh, we we charge uh, about fifty bucks a year. It's about half the price of what some of the other groups do, but it's because we have a lot of members, and we try to keep dues low, and that brings a lot of people into the group. Uh, and the bunch of conferences is going to start out anywhere from 100 to 150 dollars for a local conference for a day, all the way up to 500 to um, 800 dollars, 1,000 dollars, I guess, even for a three-day weekend. Uh, for some of the bigger conferences to feel they can get away with it. Now, they have a tendency to use some of these fancy hotels. I recommend staying away from any conference that's in a really fancy hotel. You're not going there to pay for the fancy carpeting and the chandeliers. You know, you want to find good writers and good professionals, industry experts, faculty to listen to, to learn from. You're not there for... You know, I hold my events, a lot of my events out at Los Angeles Valley College, and bless their sweethearts, they're rebuilding a lot of the campus. But, it's, you know, it's a basic campus. So when people walk in, I say, don't look for fancy chandeliers. There aren't any. Yeah, you know, that's that's a good point. I, I've gone to conferences in San Francisco and I've got at a Hyatt and I've gone to the Marriott downtown LA and by the time you're done with paying for the parking if you have a car and paying for the room and all the other things on top of your conference fees you've got close to a thousand dollars if it's a three-day conference and um, that's one of the reasons Las Vegas is kind of nice for conferences because the rates aren't that high. Most of the hotels don't charge for parking, which can be up to $30 a day. And the rooms are more reasonable. And then as you've done, Tony, you, you use an off-premises hotel as the official hotel, and it's affordable. And, um, you know, I when you've got an eye on the budget, 
spending close to $1,500 to go to a conference is a big chunk. And yes, you're going to get a lot out of it. But like you said, the hotel is going to get a lot out of your paying for their chandeliers and their parking. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to, um, I just went to um, actually a conference on how to do conferences and um, looked at hotel contracts and uh, just some of the nightmares of, I almost, I just wish it wasn't, it seems to me a little more adversarial than it really needs to be because the hotels are trying to make every dollar that they can and you turn around, promoter turns around and um, there's a $25 bill for uh, an extra pot of coffee or $15 to plug electricity in and it adds up really, really quick. I, I, you know, I, originally I didn't realize why some of these conferences got so expensive and it's because the hotels nickel and dime them. So I've I've kind of tried to stay away from them um, and even the, ho- the hotels that we use, you know, we moved to the Sportsman's Lodge for this conference. We ground the hell out of them to get a good price for it. They wanted, you know, 175 to 200 bucks. We got a deal for 129 with free parking and free Wi-Fi. Great. But, you know, the average person going, because it's so close to Universal Studios, they get 179 to 199 bucks for a little room in the back. Yeah. Hey, Tony, how many people are on your board? You, you put on all these conferences and must have committees of marketing and organization and programming. Funny you mentioned that. Yes, we do. Um, we Our advisory board meets three times a year. Um, there's about 20 people on the advisory board, uh, including two attorneys and a CPA. Our um, chairs of our different um, – uh, this is laws. This is Greater Los Angeles Writer Society. Um, the uh, all of our critique groups, we try to have co-chairs, so if somebody's out of town, someone else can handle that. So at least one of the co-chairs will show up. Plus, um, for events, we do a lot of events. We'll be at uh, WonderCon, which is 75,000 people. Festival of Books, which is 125,000 people. Uh, so we have committee chairs for all of these things, and that helps. Um, now for our critique groups, we actually have a directors, a director who oversees the critique group leaders. So it's about structure in order to make some of this work. Right. So how many times does like your programming or your events committee meet? They meet twice um, a week. <laughs> I only need to meet with uh, programming because I do a lot. I do most of the programming, and I program uh-huh. the conferences as well too. I've, it's kind of my area of expertise. So I get a lot of it done. When we have something new to cover, we'll have a, a one-on-one meeting, and that might be only a couple of times a year. But emails are flying back and forth hourly sometimes when, when we're trying to work something out. Um, right. Um, we just had a new member mixer at somebody's house, and there's a parking issue, and this, that, and the other can happen. Uh, and now we're already working on, hey, we really need a party maven because we really have four parties a year, not two. So <laughs> you you have to the mark of a good manager is always training his own replacement. So we're always trying to find more people that will uh within the group uh be willing to take areas of responsibility to oversee things. We don't need them to do everything, we need them to help find the people to do everything and we have enough members to do that, they just need to be motivated sometimes um to um uh you know, to get involved. When they do, they quite often really prosper from it. I mean, it's not known very widely, but I don't mind announcing 
Um, we even have now uh, members in the group who have met, uh, got engaged, and got married. Wow. <laughs> So, so you're you're kind of like um, writing and dating. <laughs> Wasn't intentional. <laughs> and what was funny is I was talking about how I went to the Maui Writers Conference and how much I loved Maui. And these uh, two, um, when they got married, they went to Maui. That's cool. That's very cool. And you know, there you have uh, people that met that have some like interests as well. Yeah, he writes screenplays, and she writes uh, science fiction. Oh, good. So she can write the book, and he writes the screenplay. Well, they're doing different genres, kind of. Uh, oh, okay. You know, uh, <laughs> you know uh, Leslie, Leslie Ann Moore? Yes. Le- it's Leslie Ann Moore, and she writes uh, romantic fantasy. Uh, she right. She has a daughter series, and she, and she married Aaron um, Mason. And oh, okay, and I know Aaron, yeah. Yeah. He he wrote uh, Panzer eighty eight screenplay, which uh, Gary Kurtz optioned, and they're in pre production now on a I don't know I don't know how many multi million dollar it's a world 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 two horror movie wow. about a oh. um, this tank destroys this little town in Europe, and the town is protected by a benevolent spirit, and the spirit goes after the uh, the tank, the German tank. Okay, well, and, you know, uh, we have a, we have a marriage like that here in Las Vegas too, where comedy writer Linda Liu met Mike Maloney at uh, Henderson Writers Group, and they got married. Cool. So you never know. You never know what's happening. But I'm not I've recommending been, this as Dateline. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've been waiting for somebody to say, "Gee, writing sure makes strange bedfellows." <laughs> good one, good one, love it. <laughs> hey, the, the uh, fact that writing we, uh, any bad at all is newsworthy. Yeah. So, we, Tony, have you did. told people how they can find out about your things, or if there's still space at the Big Story program? Uh, we'd love to take on more people at the Big Story conference. Um, they can go to wcwriters.com online. And if they want an extra good deal here for uh, listening to the show here, forward slash 241 is one of the deals, and you'll find a big red heart there for Valentine's. And if you sign up for the conference, you can bring another writer for free. Well, that's a good deal. And that's there's a good some other deal. discounts for one day. That's a three-day deal. And there's some one-day deals if you go to, if you belong to a writing club. Funny we're talking about writing clubs. Just go to wcwriters.com forward slash clubs. And there's some deals for club members there too. That's great. Well, I'm looking forward to the conference. And um, the workshop that I'm giving has to do with whether the writer is character-driven or plot-driven. And it's such a fine line, you know, that it's been fun researching to do the workshop. And I, I just always love all of the talent that you attract to your conferences. Many are called and few are chosen. Tony, I think Jenny, you should check your link on, um, on gloss.org. The Las Vegas Writers Conference doesn't load. FYI. I, I beg your pardon? On gloss.org, G-L-A-W-S.org, your link to the Las Vegas Writers Conference doesn't work. 
Uh-oh. Well, why don't you send me a separate email on that, and I'll fix it. Okay. Yeah, you know, a lot of it, too, is about networking. And I believe that we are into our um, archive recording at this point. Am I correct, Producer Eric? Uh, I No, I'm not. I'm, I'm a call-in today since I wasn't able to dial in. Oh, oh so, Denny, you'll need to tell us. Are we into the archive repo uh, recording? Yeah, what I, I was able to, because of the glitch at the start, I was able to extend the show from a half hour to 45, and we just ran out of that, and we're three minutes into the uh, to the archives. Well, see, this says something about this says something about the resilience of writers. See, here we are, all trying to get on in a very professional manner, and the cyber world has spoiled us where we couldn't get on. But you guys carried on. Everything is fine. We've had a great show. And, you know, that's part of what a writer needs in being creative. You have to figure out how to get around problems, right? Sure, sure. Absolutely. And I think what you ought to do is I'll invite you to come speak at one of my conferences, and I'd love to come on out and speak at one of yours. Sure. Yeah, you know, it would be interesting to have a uh, a joint presentation from because they you come from different strains. Like I don't know if Tony knows that um, writers of Southern Nevada. We just had a unique event that was called um, Painted Stories, and it's it's not a conference. It was a um, something that was open to the public. And what we had was five of our writers that belonged to the group reading short stories while an award-winning artist painted what his impression was of what he was hearing behind them as they were reading. And it was a very successful event, and uh, we got wonderful comments on it. And because Writers of Southern Nevada is more program-oriented at this point, and we're, we're networking, Tony. What we're doing is also um, going to be establishing a speakers bureau for Las Vegas writers and doing things that the other writers groups in town aren't doing so that we act as kind of a liaison between them. And um, that that was a, a good thing. Well, good luck there. I'm, I'm certainly willing to liaison with you any way I can. I, I have to admit I've uh, had, my, had a couple of frustrations trying to uh, I have to support GLAWS, but on behalf of West Coast Writers Conferences, I try and work with as many writer groups as we can from California Writer. Originally, we were going to be a part of the California Writer Club to some of the other groups, and they don't sometimes seem to get the idea of their safety in numbers. So, I, I'm, you know, I'm still working on that myself. Yeah, and Writers of Southern Nevada just became a membership-based uh, organization this year because, um, as Eric can tell you, what they were originally doing was staging conferences. And then we decided in the smaller market of Las Vegas, um, there are already a couple of good conferences in town, so that's when we went to a, a whole new thing and became membership-based. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I, they're, separate, they're separate from me. Claus is a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit corporation. You know, and yeah, I so it's so it's writers of Southern Nevada. Yeah, but I own West Coast Writers Conferences. That's that's um, not making me a lot of money, but uh, it's a really good feeling conference to conference. I, I lose a few pounds and a little more hair each time, but 
Well, guys, I think we're gonna we're reaching the time when we're gonna wrap it up. Is that right, Denny? Yes, it is. So I think at this point we will say thanks to everyone for listening. And until the next time, God bless and stay safe. And our next show is on February 25th when author Dara Whitaker, who is the author of a just-released funny book called My Life as a Sperm. Now, can you imagine that? It's hilarious. Denny and I have both read it. And he's also conference coordinator for the Las Vegas Writers Conference. So we'll carry on with that a little bit. And in the meantime, we've had a great discussion tonight, I think. Yeah, we never got to our other caller there. I hope uh, she's around somewhere. No, everybody's well, I out. guess it's time to end the show. <laughs> our, our cyber glitches continue, it looks like. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Thanks, guys. Okay, good, good night. night. You, you guys you. have been terrific. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you, so, thank you so much, Tony and Eric, for giving us your insight on the conferences and writers' groups. And I'm sure that anybody listening is really interested in that. My pleasure. I appreciate it. Next time, let's all get in the same room over a scotch or two, and then we'll go for a couple hours and edit it down to fit. Well, that, that sounds, sounds like good. A good idea. Yeah, I love deal. to do that. <laughs> love to do that. Okay, guys. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. Good night, all. Take care, everybody. Good night. Bye. Good night.